Do you feel like your business is going around on a merry-go-round? Well, I've got news for you. This episode is sponsored by my incredible webinar series called Jump and Scale. It gets you off that merry-go-round and up to the next level in your business. It's called Jump and Scale, and it's free for you right now. Just go ahead and sign up at jumpconsulting.net forward slash scale. You will learn how to grow your business, increase your staff, and not be held hostage to your business. So go ahead, sign up for free. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash scale. I'll see you inside. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome back, everyone. This is Bella Vasta, your host. It is Monday right now as I'm recording this, late at night on September 15th, and I'm so glad to be back here with you. Thank you for being patient during my hiatus. Uh, Since the last I came over the airwaves to you, I am now a mother. And that is one of the most incredible and important um, things that I could ever add to my resume and something I've always, always, always wanted to be. And um, we're really excited. We we welcomed Olivia Grace into the world on July 21st. Uh, for those of you who may follow me on Bella Vasta on Facebook or on Jump Consulting, you may have noticed or read that we've had a challenging story and we're still in the midst of it. Um, as of today, we have spent 56 days in the neo-intensive care unit where all the critical babies are, otherwise known as NICU. So I've had a little bit of a hiatus from work and really just uh, not so much planning my day by the clock, but more so planning my day by my energy level and just seeing what I could get. So as I sit here tonight uh, talking to you, I had some extra energy and have been really wanting to get back into this podcast. So here we go. There's two major things that I'm going to talk to you about today. The first is going to be, who am I? And I don't want this to sound like I'm talking about myself, but I really feel like it's pretty important for you as a listener uh, and maybe a follower online to really know who you're following. I've written and spoken a lot about this before in the past, and oftentimes I I kind of wince when I see people following people just because maybe their their message looks shiny and bright, and they don't really know what's under the hood, nor has that person ever really stepped out to say what's under the hood or kind of walked the walk or walked their talk. You know what I mean? So I also have a lot of people that might say, Bella's not the one for me, or I don't really agree with what Bella's saying, or Bella thinks that she knows it all. And you know what? That is totally fine because I am definitely not for everyone and everyone is definitely not for me. And I'm really secure in saying that. All I know is that there's a few truths that I can really put out there for you guys. And um, the first part of this podcast, I'm going to explain to you what I believe in for business. And then the second part of the podcast, I'm actually going to play uh, about a seven minute clip that I recorded in the car. I wanted so bad to get something off my chest and tell you guys. And so I just got my iPhone out and I recorded it. So you might hear 
the car in the background. It might not be the perfect audio clip, but that's something that if you don't know already about me is that I do not strive to be perfect because in the end, nothing is ever perfect. So I'm going to start off first with what I believe for business. And if you get it, all the power to you. I would love for you to keep staying on this journey with me. Keep listening to me. Run my mouth on these podcasts just for you. Reading my blogs and joining me on my private Facebook groups. If for some reason you don't feel like this is a a good fit, that's fine too. No problem, no hard feelings. So when it comes to your business... I really believe in building businesses that are of value. And I don't mean that uh, intangible value that you're like, oh, I just love my business and I love pets and they make me happy every morning. I mean actual value on paper that you can give to a mortgage broker and they're going to give you a a loan for your house. I mean uh, an actual balance sheet or P&L that you can give to a business broker and they can say, you know what, Jane Doe, your business is worth X amount of dollars. There's a hardcore value to it. And each year that value is growing because we are are putting so much into our businesses every single day. I'm willing to bet that although we might have more happiness, most bet sitting business owners that I work with or, or talk to, especially when we talk about pricing, don't actually have a well-funded um, 401k or Roth IRA. So they don't, they don't have a lot saved up for retirement. So, you know, if your business is going to be building value for you one day, you're not probably not going to be in it until the day you die. So I believe in building businesses that actually have value on paper. This list I'm about to tell you is in no particular order, so we're going to kind of jump around here. I also believe in saturating territories. I believe that if you can have a client on every street or in every neighborhood, it's going to make your profits go up. You're going to spend less time driving around. It's going to be less places that you have to market to. It's going to be less driving uh, for your staff. It's going to be a more saturated area. So you could hit not just one house in an hour. You could hit maybe two or three, depending on how your your business is set up. I also, playing along with saturated territories, believe in having a small, lean staff. I believe in having, say, five people that could bring in $100,000 that all work maybe 80% of their capability, rather than having 10 people working 30% each, all making like for the business, $100,000. I think it's less expensive. It's less stress. It's less planning. It's less schedules to work around. It's less taxes. It's a whole bunch of stuff. And yes, it takes a little bit longer to find that more perfect person for that type of fit. However, you will be a lean, mean machine rather than multiple employees everywhere and they all have all these headaches and things for you and they all work just a little bit and you're spending more time on schedules and managing people than you are actually growing your business. I believe in working smarter, not harder. I don't think that if you are so busy all day long and you don't have time for anything, I don't think that means that it's a good thing. 
if you're too busy for the most important things in your life, like your family, your friends, uh, maybe your personal time, uh, sports, recreation, I don't know, what everyone kind of values different things. If you're too busy to do that on a regular basis, then you're working too hard and you need to start working smarter. I also think or believe that you should hire your weakness. I don't believe that we can be the Jack or Jill of all trades. I don't believe that we all came from a design background. Therefore, I don't believe you should be designing your own logo or doing your own books or doing your own website. Okay? There is definitely a certain amount of knowledge that you can have for doing that. But just as we all preach, don't get the kid next door or your friend to pet sit for you. Hire a professional. It's the same exact mentality when I say hire your weakness. The other thing is, is if it's something you're not good at, I am all for you learning it. But seriously, still hire a professional to help you. This is your business you're talking about. This is your lifeline. And if it's your weakness, chances are you're going to procrastinate it. At least that's what I do in my life. Or chances are if it's your weakness, you're not going to understand it. You're not going to enjoy it. Therefore, you're not going to do well at it. So hire your weakness. I also believe in having a good support team. If something goes wrong or you need something in a bind, you don't want to be scrambling to find a CPA that you can trust or a lawyer that can fire back a letter within 12-hour turnaround time or maybe a bookkeeper to help you wiggle through some questions on how to balance your money or if you can pay yourself or if you have enough money to advertise in a newsletter coming up next month that you really want to do. There's so many different things and having an established team is something not only that I believe in, but I also spend a lot of time in the employee quick start program in lesson one discussing having a good team around you. I also give you all of my recommendations for people that I use personally in my own team, people that are tried, true, and tested through me. I also believe that employees are the way to go. I have done so much this year on proving that point. I have written blogs on 18 real reasons why employees are better than ICs for your pet sitting company with actual facts backed up to state and federal statutes that show exactly why you need employees. If that wasn't enough, I also interviewed a whole bunch of pet sitters that have been audited. Some, not just once, but twice audited. And what their experiences were. And overwhelmingly, almost all of them were all either switched to employees after independent contractors or were so glad that they had employees and did not have a tough time passing the audit. Folks, it's a fact of life. The government needs money and they are spending more money this year than they ever have on trying to investigate businesses and see if they're classifying the correct way. And a really quick point, unless your ICs have their own business, they have their own business registered with the state, and they have their own clients, newsflash, they're employees, not independent contractors. I really believe that. Employees are the way to go. It's the best way to be your unleash your inner control freak, and 90% of you are, because I talk to you every day. <laughs> so... You know, that's something I believe in. I believe in employees. This does not mean that I don't think 
highly of your business if you have ICs. There are some people out there that are running Pets and Company is a very great way, um, namely uh, Beth Green. She's rocking it with her with her staff. Uh, Teresa out in California, she's another one, hooves to paws. She's rocking it too. These ladies are doing it the right way. But many people I come in contact with are not. And for that reason alone, I feel that employees are really, generally speaking, the way to go in the pet sitting world. I also believe that pet sitting is a luxury service with a luxury price. I believe that people who have that guilty conscience that want to hire a pet sitter to let their dog out in the middle of the day, when truth be told, that dog would absolutely be fine for eight or nine hours. It is a luxury service appealing to their emotions. That's what I believe. I don't believe that it's a quick, quick, quick business, $10 let outs. I don't believe in that. I believe that that attracts price shoppers and people that aren't going to be with you for a long time. They're looking for the next best deal or the next coupon that comes out in those coupon packets that get mailed to the houses. Dan Kennedy, uh, Marketing to the Affluent. That book, go out and get it if you haven't read it or joined our book clubs on it yet. It'll change your life. It changed mine years ago. The last thing I want to tell you on my list that I believe in is systems and processes. If you don't have systems and processes in your business that, here's the key word, guys, run without you in them, then you still have room for improvement. Please figure out a system and process. People should be able to book without contacting you or waiting for a callback. People should be able to update their notes without waiting for a callback. Your, your staff should be able to get the information they need on a client without ever talking to you. Your, your credit cards should be able to be processed in an easy, fast format. You should take credit cards, period. There are so many things about systems and processes that when they're in place, they will save you so much time or rather give you back so much time. So those are like the really heavy, important things that that's what I believe. And I'm, I'm not hiding that at all. If it's something that you don't agree with, that's fine. That means that I'm simply not the leader for you to follow and, or, or be a part of, and that's okay. But I'm going to be really blunt here. And those are the things I believe in. And that's what you're going to hear my platforms in my Facebook groups. Uh, when you work one-on-one with me, Uh, in these podcasts and in my blogs. That is what I believe. And like I said at the very beginning, I urge you to, you know, figure figure out what leaders you're following and what do they really do believe and how can they back it up. All right, guys. So the next part is um, I'm going to kind of segue into this. This is that, that recording I did in the car, and this was specifically for you, for your ears, I'm going to get a little personal on here because I made the personal decision back in the beginning of July that when I went through this most toughest time in my entire life, that I was going to be transparent about it. And oddly enough, it's actually really inspired me in a lot of different ways and made me think a lot. Uh, Here it is. Have you ever wanted something so bad but had to have waited for it? 
Like, you want it now. You just want it to be done with. You don't want to sit there and try to figure it out. You don't want to spend money or time or find a challenge in it and then start procrastinating. Ooh, procrastination, that's a big word. There's so many times that things in our business that we want to get done, like maybe websites or marketing or finding the right employee. And there are things that we can't just snap our fingers and honestly you know, have it snap out of thin air, make it a perfect situation and it works the first time. And then we get that gratification of just snapping our fingers and boom, it's there. Fortunately, life's like that too. There's a lot of things in life that we just can't have. And the one thing as I'm driving on my way to NICU right now, which is the neo-intensive care unit, neonatal intensive care unit, that's what NICU stands for. It's where all the babies that are in critical condition um, stay in the hospital. So I'm driving there right now and I'm just thinking about the instant gratification. A lot of people told me that, you know, a pregnancy is, or society rather told me that a pregnancy is this perfect Cinderella story. Almost you get pregnant, you have the pregnant glow, you get the big, big belly and you have the baby in your belly for nine months and you can get pregnancy pictures and wear all this maternity clothes and, and take baby bump pictures every week and all this fun stuff. And that didn't happen for me. I had to reframe my, my mind. And, and the biggest part of that, that fairy tale was that when you deliver a baby, you get to hold her, you get to see her, you get to put her up to your chest, you get to hear her cry. The dad maybe even gets to cut the umbilical cord. None of that happened with my pregnancy. As you all know by now, um, you know, Olivia Grace was born on July 21st, 2014 at 7, 12 PM. She weighed only 12 ounces. Think the weight of a soda can. And she measured only 10 inches long. I'm not forgetting any numbers in front of those weights and, and measures. That's really what she was. She was the tiniest baby that the hospital's ever seen. The instant gratification, getting back to that. I had to wait 21 days to hold my baby girl. I could not hold her up to my my chest. I couldn't kiss her forehead. I couldn't even see what she looked like after I had my C-section. She went straight to the incubator and the doctors worked on her immediately to try to get a ventilator down her tiny little throat, something that they've never done on a baby that size in that hospital. It was the scariest moment of my life. But back to instant gratification. Sometimes the most sweetest things in life we have to wait for. So I really hope by giving you this quick thought as I'm driving on the freeway over 60 miles an hour that I can express, express to you that sometimes we've got to wait for the good things in life. And that goes for our business too. You can't just expect to put out a help wanted flyer and get amazing applicants in fact, you need to expect the opposite, that you're not going to get someone immediately, but expect that one day you will. Don't have unrealistic expectations. You've got to really see your situation, much like what I did with my pregnancy, and said, okay, um, this Cinderella fairy tale story does not apply to my situation. I need to reframe my mind. I need to think of this as this is my own journey with my own experiences. If I kept trying to compare myself to some Cinderella story 
Or if you keep trying to compare your business to some other business or to some other person who has all these employees or just seems to have it all going on together, you don't know what struggles other people are going through. They might seem all shiny and happy and beautiful on the outside, but on the inside, you don't know what's going on. In their business, you don't know what their bottom line is. In their family, they might have beautiful children. You don't know if it's a loving family or a peaceful or harmonious family. You just don't know. So let me tell you two things. Instant gratification isn't always the best way. You enjoy it so much sweeter when it's delayed. It's not the best thing in the world, but you got to embrace it. The second thing is patience. Patience for your journey. Accept that your journey is your journey and do not compare it to anyone else. You have to have patience about your own experiences and know that they are your own. The destination and the goal is definitely important. But the journey is what gets you there and what helps mold and shape you as a person and your business as a business. So I hope that helps you. I hope that hits home. Um, There's so many parallels I've learned in the past two months going through my own personal struggles. But I'll tell you that I decided a long time ago that I wasn't going to get down about it and I wasn't going to get upset about it. And of course, I've had my periods, which is fine. But the important thing is, for me, is that I bounced back from it. That same thing happens in your business, you guys. You're going to have your down periods. You're going to have that client that just annoys you, that writes that bad review, that thinks that you just don't care as a business owner and it couldn't be furthest from the truth. But you've got to just push past it. You've got to know that tomorrow there's going to be an up. And if you choose to think that way, if you choose to be positive about things, and I'm not talking a kumbaya fake positive, I'm talking about that positive that just ignites inside of you and glows through you and almost blinds everyone that's around you. If you can choose to live life like that and choose to accept your journey that you're on no matter what area of life, and if you can have that positivity shine through you and find that silver lining, life is going to be that much sweeter. And I'll tell you, it gives you so much strength. So what did you think? I just buried my soul in the car and you got to hear my personal thoughts. That's kind of who I am. And I really hope that my story can help you somehow, inspire you somehow. I'm going to end this podcast with um, a song. And I'm not going to sing it, don't worry. But... I'm not even sure if I'm actually allowed to do this, but I'm going to go for it. It's uh, The song is Safe and Sound from Capital Cities. And it's a song that I have screamed to in the car, belted out to my voice was hoarse, cried to, hummed it, and it's played in my head constantly. In fact, I wanted it played in the delivery room, and I ended up putting my, my phone down so it wasn't hooked up. But oddly enough, the radio that was in the delivery room played this song at the very beginning of the procedure, and it was just incredible. The words to it are so powerful to me. Uh, I originally heard it in a Mazda commercial. You may have heard it. It's playing um, nationally on a lot of different uh, TV stations right now, ABC, NBC, CBS. And uh, it's just the words safe and sound and... The beat to it, it's just so positive 
and it's really helped lift me up and inspire me. Some of the lyrics are things like, even if the sky is falling down, I know that we'll be safe and sound. And you know my river won't evaporate. This world we still appreciate. And even in a hurricane of frowns, I know that we'll be safe and sound. It's just so positive and uplifting. And I hope that it puts a smile on your face just like it does to mine. And last, my favorite quote the past couple of months are, in the end, it's going to be okay. If it's not okay, it's not the end. I hope this podcast has inspired you. I hope this podcast has helped explain a little bit more who I am. And at the end, you either are loving me or hating me. Either one, I'm totally fine with. Show you what you want to see and take you where you want to be. You could be.